0: I oh, was I was talking to him about this whole thing. Oh, we on there Howdy partners Welcome to another episode of woo!
1: Woo! Howdy
2: there partner Ow! Tonight's episode uh is brought to you uh by Meat Palooza Meat Palooza.
1: Oh, this meat is so god's
2: uh, house. It's gone. In the backyard, we just did a meat barbecue, a Friday night special of Wednesday night. Friday I mean. night special. We literally have tons of fucking meat. It's uh, it's chicken. It's a literal and sausage party. It yeah. is a sausage fest, everybody. Sausage fest. But
3: anyway, I digress. We got a lot of meat, and we got a lot of topics to talk about too. A lot of dripping meat on pan. As we as we discussed off air. Um, Today is the, sadly, the nine year anniversary of Robin Williams' death. Um, so I think we're all going to talk about maybe some of our favorite movies by him. Maybe uh, a couple of discussion about what's our favorite, why. Um, also, get into a little little baseball talk. A couple of us are going to see do some to a baseball card show yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Be interested. haven't been to one of those in a while. We're going
1: to talk about a little bit about what gripes us. I mean, uh, you know something that really pissed me off today and kind of pisses me off every week but what oh,
3: grinds my gears <laughs> Exactly <laughs> Mark that for a so what, what what grinds your gears today
1: All right
2: Anyway, let's get started. Um, well,
1: but how about how about we start with uh you know the the, the beverage of oh, choice I mean that's... What are we all drinking today, fellas?
2: Well, I am drinking um Topo Chico the Margarita Hard Seltzer. It's the tropical pineapple and only because my wife bought a buttload of these at Sam's. And uh, buttload. buttload. Um, and I load just load. got to finish them. So, yeah. That's what I'm drinking currently. But it's going to, you know, definitely move to something else as the night progresses. The
1: prickly pear. Leave it to the Cuban guy. <laughs> to pronounce it for Topo Chico instead of Topo. 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 Is it Topo
0: Chico? No, or Topo it's Chico. Topo, or?
1: topo. topo Chico. Don't
0: be a Gringo. One
3: of
1: life's great mysteries. Topo.
0: Spanish. It's a can full of alcohol. That's what it is, folks. Sean, so, what are you drinking over there? Um, I am drinking a old classic Shinerbach. And I have a variety pack of six different kinds. And of course, at the moment, I'm drinking just a plain old Shinerbach. But the Ruby Redbirds in the cooler. What else? The, the light blondes. What else did I bring? The
1: dark. Yeah. All different colors. No, I, br- of- I bring the dark. Hey, hey! hey. Ooh. If I can cut in there, Shiner is. I know. We, I know. We've had on the first couple of episodes of our pod, we've talked about our favorite beers to bring the crawfish boils and things like that. But at the same time, we, uh, my favorite beer overall would be what Sean is drinking right now is the the traditional Shiner you know, I can say I was surprised to see it's only
0: 4.4, so it's you know it's easy drinking.
2: I'm sorry, Travis. It's kind of hard paying attention. <laughs> Todd's cutting the. Uh...
3: The wiener over here. He is going O.J. Simpson <laughs> on that piece of sausage. It's a tough piece of meat.
2: If y'all heard that? He's going
0: Bruce Jenner on that piece of meat. Oh. <laughs> He's cutting it
2: off the table. <laughs> it's a little uh. spicy. <laughs> oh, baby. It's a little spicy.
1: It's a uh, Whole Foods uh, teriyaki pineapple sausage. Very, very delicious and tasty. How was your Whole Foods uh, trip today? Well, let me tell you something, Pat. <laughs> Every week when I go, I get frustrated. Not only, I mean, right when I walk in, obviously, you know, the produce aisle is like right there when you walk in, right? The whole produce section. Yeah. Like most grocery
3: stores. That always
1: creates a little anxiety for me because everything is just extremely close together and it's always crowded when I go in there. Am I wrong? No, you're right. Same thing for Trader Joe's. So, I mean, I get anxiety in the produce section. But I think the thing that mainly pisses me off about Whole Foods is that every fucking time I try and go grab a pack of chicken, somebody is blocking it. Every time. Today, I left the goddamn grocery without chicken. And I had to go back inside because I had skipped it because somebody was blocking it.
2: So I don't understand. everybody's hovering the chicken.
1: Uh, yes, and I don't understand why. I mean, what's so complicated about a fucking pack of chicken? Just grab it and go. I mean, are you looking at the prices? Are you looking at the amount of fat on it? What the fuck are you looking at? Just grab the pack of chicken and go well, that was one of my biggest pet peeves about walmart i don't I don't think i've been back to walmart since covid so if covid brought one good thing it was me to not go to walmart anymore but i used to get so frustrated when people would park their their carts right in the middle of an aisle oh. almost every time to where it's just blocking the whole aisle so if we're doing a grinds my gears segment that's what really pissed me off today
2: i want to add to what grinds my gears at a grocery store is Probably nine times out of ten, the is checkout line
1: is it the blue hairs that use the coupons? <laughs>
2: uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just I kind of don't want to say right now, but um, it's uh, the geriatric group, <laughs> ah, the blue hairs, yes. <laughs> Not I. I don't want to offend anybody, but um, hey, you know, hey,
3: we're we're gonna be there one day. We're gonna be those it's, people. So, cool. hey, but, I get, but I, 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 get I get it. I get that. It's just you know, just move along. You are know? not gonna be there
2: sooner than we think. Yeah, move it
3: along. The the people that will stand or put their cart in the middle of the aisle and then like go hmm. grab something, yeah. look at it, inspect the packaging, read everything, and like, hey, move your shit to the side. Or just it's a bag of potatoes get it and go do you want red potatoes do you want russets do you want gold do you want a mix just get a bag of whatever you're getting and get the, out the
1: way I, I think y'all bring up a good point though it's, it's probably mostly retirees who don't have who haven't spent the full day at work and have to go to kids extracurricular activities and things <laughs> like that
3: yeah but I, I see young i see people our age or younger doing it too they just it's everybody does it. Yeah. I mean I've done it before too, but I yeah. tried not to. But people just get in the aisle and they put their shit in the middle and like they walk over to where they're leaving their cart. So you gotta go around them and then if you can look at them being like, Hey, get why is your cart in the middle? Of the aisle? And they're like, Oh, sorry. Like,
1: don't give me an attitude, just move your shit to the side. It's now problem. I don't know if Jessica has puts the, the cart in the middle of the aisle, but she's certainly guilty of picking up a box, looking at it for a good fucking I mean, five minutes. Listen, every <laughs> now and then and and you, might
3: have, you might have you might have to Let's say you have an allergy. You need to read a, an ingredient box to make sure there's something that doesn't really that does that jives with, with you and your body and whatever. That's fine, but like, keep it moving. I agree. Ugh. They really grinds my gears.
1: Grinds my gears too, but like, you know, I'm I'm drinking a Spaten beer today from. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we we left off here. You know, I'm drinking Spaten beer from uh, Munich, Germany. And it's very, very delicious. It's very crisp and refreshing. German,
2: German beers are my first favorite. place I
1: ever tried it was Oktoberfest, yes. and I fell in love with it. Nice koozie you got there. It's on Mississippi State 2021 National Championship Baseball there you go. Koozie. State, oh, you I'm Patrick.
0: about to crack open the Shiner Black Lager. I have not tried this yet, but it's a very dark, that dark that does if you've look- never? It's very good. I've had it. And I will share just quick, not to... Stereotype anybody, but the reason I don't go to Walmart anymore is because every time I tried to back <laughs> in the day, oh, man. by the time I got home, any frozen foods, ice cream, anything because the lines were so long would be melted in the car. And it was mm-hmm. like, what's the point of going here? So what are we stereotyping? I mean, old people, poor people, what's that going on there?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the blue well, hairs, the
1: bums, which blue, ones? just
3: just the blue hairs.
0: <laughs> I will throw in I wasn't a like 10 items or less line one time and there was a cart packed you know overflowing with shit in front of me and the cashier had to be like nah you can read the sign uh, go on another line and you heard crickets from the person with the giant basket it's like no nah, you know what that <laughs> sign says get out of my
3: line follow this for later top 10 thing top five things that piss you off in the grocery store Ooh. that could be that could be a whole episode by itself oh, but, I can but see let that. me tell you you can week see that there is nothing worse, or especially for me, like when Dixie doesn't have the best selection of everything per se. I prefer Rouses because they have a little more specialized stuff. But there's no self checkout at Rouses, and it's fine. So when Dixie's closer to my house, so I'll go there because it's closed. convenient self checkout. I can get in and out, bang, no problem. But when there's like only two of the six self checkouts open, and I gotta sit there and wait for some blue hair as we call it. Try to find their item, scan the barcode, and this and that, brother. That that grinds my gears. It's like I'm trying to get in and out. I got two items. I just want to so, get in and out. So but no.
2: my favorite, my favorite grocery store, and I don't want to, you know, spot, we're not sponsored by anybody just yet. Uh, but just my yet. favorite, just yet, just yet. My favorite is the Partners. Yeah. You yeah. walk in and walk out with whatever you have. There is no wait at the cashier. It's, uh, it, it's really a fantastic place to shop. Okay. I go there quite often. Uh, they have a nice uh, hot lunch. Yeah. Um, locally owned here in New Orleans for people owned, who don't yeah. know what yeah. Zapardos uh, is. Yeah. It's a great place. But anyway.
0: I can vouch for the Target uh, self-checkout because that's where I go primarily. Right oh, and the self-checkouts that they put in
1: both locations close to us, it's been a game-changer. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, Mike talking about Zuparros. I think the new location has definitely uh, cleaned up its act. But uh, you know, Todd and I used to work there years ago. and that old location, was nothing pretty. You know, yeah. it, was, uh, it was a you know pretty filthy grocery store back in the day. <laughs> Not to slander Zuparros by any means, but they so have you- come a long way because I have been back there. They got quite an extensive liquor section, and uh, that's where I got one of my latest bottles of High West Bourbon. But uh, anyway, I, I, when I'm drinking tonight, I'm uh, I went to a, a, a local grocery store, kind of on the other side of Mattery, uh, Dorgnax, and I bought a biggest um, competitor, <laughs> <laughs> and I bought Southern Prohibition Blonde Ale, Susie B. Blonde Ale. It's actually really good. Um, it's got kind of a, quite a unique can. It's got a girl leaning over the side of the car with a cigarette in her mouth. Pretty uh, eye-catching can. Uh, it's a good can. Beer tastes pretty good, um, so I've got no complaints over here.
2: I gotta say it's fancier looking than, than Sean's Shiner bottle.
1: <laughs> well, it's my all-black <laughs> can. All-black yeah. yeah, And that black
2: label one's pretty damn and good. And look, though. that's eye candy. Don't get me wrong. It's
0: Pretty tasty. The desire. Shiner,
2: the Shiner one's eye candy, but I don't know. I'm looking at this, at this. The at this said girl on this has, can have a my Susie wagon. B. It's Very really artsy. And uh, man. Does, does
0: this girl in this can have a wagon? Yeah, I think Mike wants to take it home and like you know
2: do a little, <laughs> a
1: little rubbing action. Hey whoa!
2: Hey whoa! Save that for later, so, buddy.
1: Yeah, Southern oh, Southern Prohibition. Susie B. Blondale, go try it. It's pretty good. With with Sean busting out all these Shiners, I have to say I don't know if any of you all have tried a Shiner box that you didn't like or a Shiner beer that you haven't liked. So, I'm sorry, Shiner box is their main one, but uh, I don't think I've tried a Shiner beer that I did not like. So I don't know if anybody has tried one that they didn't like. My, My opinion has trip. changed
0: since this variety pack, because I remember not liking the Ruby Redbird, but I've been enjoying it in this variety pack. So.
1: It might be time for a road trip to Spitzel, Texas, or Boxel. Shiner, Texas. Podcast? What the fuck is the Spitzel? The wagons the Spitzel invade, invade Texas.
3: Texas. Okay, Spitzel. Shiner, Texas. The, wagon, the wagons. Pitch oh. the wagon up. We're going to Houston for a,
1: a,
0: for a brewery trip. Spitzel, oh,
1: by the way, brewery. since we're talking Houston, Texas, uh, I know Patrick frequents there pretty much and knows a lot of local spots. Well, we my uh, my koozie for today, since we mentioned Todd's, is actually a St. Arnold's Fancy Lawnmower koozie. That's actually probably one of my top five favorite beers.
2: Solid brewery, too. Real solid. Hale State. Hales? Uh, no. So today, <laughs> well, today was uh, another sad day in um in history. Well it's also
3: sad because I didn't get to talk about my beer, but that's okay. Go ahead, Matt. Oh. Say your beer. My cut. <laughs>
2: that's I, all good. I, I uh, interrupt.
3: I'm you. I'm not drinking anything as fancy as you guys. I'm just drinking a uh classic modello. Especial. especial. miss Modello especial And Would
1: that you? is Patrick's softball kickball
3: go to. It and is it is my crawfish eating beer. Yes it's my crawfish beer. eating beer. It's my recreational kickball, softball uh, shotgun beer of choice, and now my it's my also my beer on the beach choice.
1: Just don't buy it from CVS Pharmacy. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, Mike. Unless they're going to sponsor us, then we'll take all we it's CVS like from beer. the CVS. Price gouging, you get the <laughs> yeah. the laundry
0: list. Don't buy any receipts. alcohol from a convenience <laughs> store because it's not very convenient.
3: It's, it's more of an emergency situation than like, hey, that's where I go to shop and buy beer.
2: So so. Like I was trying to say before, and rudely what? interrupted with all this beer talk. Now, just joking. I love beer. Um, as I'm drinking it's with Chico. But anyway, yeah. um, today is a very sad day in history. Uh, history news here, uh, as Sean, <laughs> as Sean pointed out, uh, it's been nine years of Robin Williams' death, uh, untimely death, and um, you know we want to, we want to. Talk about our favorite movies. Um, I mean, the movie from Robin Williams.
1: The, the movie world really hasn't been the same. Since no, it, it,
2: away it. it hasn't. Um, so I just want to go and, and start. I by, mean, we could
1: have had a flubber three by now. I mean, yeah, just
2: saying. Yeah. <laughs> my my movie, uh, my favorite Robin Williams movie that I I like since I was a kid has um, got to be Mrs. Doubtfire. It just brings back memories of just watching it, you know, and Ladies. it's um it, it was a good it was a very good movie very a classic movie very portable uh, yeah yeah oh yeah,
3: Hello. yeah just uh brings back
2: it a was lot a of run
0: memory,
3: by man. fruiting <laughs> you box them and you ship them <laughs> <laughs> with the face melts instead of costume it's yeah. it so great right.
0: yeah what did he what did he mumble to himself he's like i just wanted to hurt the guy i did not want to kill him
1: it so good I'll go next. i mean I, obviously it's like a i have a top three so it's really kind of hard for me to pick um well, mrs doubtfire is definitely in there uh, just you know as patrick said very very memorable quotes from that movie very funny movie uh i also really love dead poet society I think that's where like a lot of like, young actors at the time had gotten their start, like Ethan Hawke, Robert Sean Leonard. It was a very, very powerful, emotional movie uh, showing the students' love for, for their teacher. But I think my overall favorite, Robin Williams really, with? and this might not be a personal favorite of everybody else's at the stable. I know, I know Sean likes it. If uh, it's crap,
2: I'm walking away.
1: <laughs> I don't know if you've ever even seen it.
2: Okay, go
1: ahead. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with uh Death to Smoochie. Very, very.
2: Death to Smoochie. Oh,
1: if you've never seen it, you gotta see it. It's it's a very, it's a cheesy comedy with Robin Williams and Edward Norton. It's a Edward Norton dark comedy, almost like, like what a, we call that kind of movie. It, you know? it gets really dark at times. You know, Moochie gets to you know bite the bullet. All uh, right, no video, but this is a very
3: girthy pizza sausage. I just <laughs> have to say. <laughs> Let's be honest. All the sauces at this
1: table is pretty good. I bet Moochie had a pretty nice, dirty sauce, too. But uh, it, it's almost like, you know, kind of like making fun of Barney, where Edward Norton plays a Barney Ooh, character yeah. called Smoochie. And, Rod, kid's character, and he yeah. takes Robin Williams' Rainbow Randolph time slot on TV. <laughs> so he's kind of got a jealous vendetta against Smoochie. Very, very funny movie. And, Mike, you haven't seen it. you should. Definitely no, check I it.
2: haven't. I heard of it before.
1: <clears throat> Since we were talking about memorable quotes, you know, I think the, the most memorable scene from that movie was when they, they have the cookie shaped like a penis, mm. and then- It's you know, a
2: rocket ship.
1: Edward Norton is trying to play off the cookie as a rocket ship, and Robin Williams interrupts the show and says, no, it's not a rocket ship. It's a cock. It's a dick. It's a stiffy. <laughs> it's a big stiffy.
0: A cock and balls. So Definitely. If you're, if you're listening and you haven't seen it, very, very underrated Robin Williams movie. Very funny. Yeah. And
2: we don't have to worry about get, getting demonetized here because we're making no money yet. <laughs> so we can pretty much say whatever. This we is
3: want. costing us money more yeah. than we're not
2: making money. <laughs> so if hey, our sponsors want to walk
3: away, oh a, <laughs> a reminder,
2: reminder is a great, great plug here. Uh, please like,
3: comment, subscribe, comment
2: and subscribe.
3: Tell your friends. Tell your grandmother. We're grandmothers. on Twitter.
2: Uh, we recently have a Twitter account. Uh, please follow us. What
3: is our Twitter account?
1: Do we even know? It's no, Wasted
2: okay. Wagon. Hold
1: on. That sounds right. Very original, <laughs> singular wagon. Unless you're that one person it's who five. It's the is Wasted Pied.
2: Wagons podcast at
1: WAST21781. Wast, W-A-S-T, we're definitely going to remember all that. If you,
2: see, if you <laughs> see the blue check, then that's not the right one.
3: <laughs> yeah, we're not paying $8 <laughs> to get <laughs> verified. We don't have time for that. We're not verified yet. Getting verified is not in the budget.
1: So please, you know, like, subscribe, you know, whatnot. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell you. Mm-hmm.
2: No, hey, don't tell oh, your grandma. And it, she might no, not like yeah, it. Yeah, them damn blue hairs. <laughs> Again, unless
1: you're that one person who's responsible for the name of our podcast. And if you're good? the person that
3: leaves their cart in the middle of the aisle, don't subscribe to this podcast. Hey, yeah, please
1: don't.
3: You goddamn Baytown blue hairs. Baytown, Texas. He got everything. Dude, while y'all are talking. <laughs> Y'all <laughs> off, off mic. Travis just had a sneeze. R- that produced about paper towel. A pound of mucus coming out of his nose. Whoa, and, 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 I think
2: a sausage <laughs> and, came out of his nose too.
3: It immediately threw me off. I'm like, whoa, buddy, you need to go inside. That may have been
1: a pineapple. That's <laughs> all that that blue hair uh hairspray that's getting through his fucking nasal
3: cavity. <laughs> that's that's great. Uh dude, no. but while while I'm scrolling through thinking about movies and like all his movies. Dude, Robin Williams has bangers everywhere. And kind of like you were talking about like Mrs. Doubtfire. I feel like young people are going to lose, they're not going to remember that movie or even know it. Like, it's such a good movie. Like, it's one of those movies that like- You goddamn millennials. You- 1993. Every every kid, a person should see it because it's so good. Oh, it's amazing. But like, if you don't, if you don't at some point watch it with your kid, or a cousin or whatever they might not know they're, they're not going to know about it and it'd be missing out on a, a great movie um i'll i'll jump ahead and just go like my favorite probably is good morning vietnam it's just it's a classic eighties? It, it, it might have been 70s no it can't be
0: that old like it was the 80s, I think. Was it like eighty three
1: or something if I think. I can let me IMDb it. That's my you know. Yeah, my
3: jam, well, you know? I mean he had Patch Adams in ninety eight. He was in Goodwill Hunting in ninety seven.
1: Just what a what a year. We talked about
3: him being Aladdin, in Aladdin.
2: Morgan Mindy, man. was
3: great TV just, show.
2: An awesome TV show.
1: 1987. 87. 87. I mean
3: really? you, know, you got Damn. the Nanu Nanu, yeah.
1: no, Nanu Nanu. Nanu Well, I think I'm gonna jump in there because you basically said You know, our kids might miss out on it. I'm going to also piggyback on Mike here. Say my favorite is also Mrs. Doubtfire. And I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, my kids have actually ordered it off of uh, Netflix or, you know, one of the the streaming services. And they've been watching it religiously to where it it almost, you know, reinstilled it in me to want to keep watching it as well. Probably definitely my favorite. I mean, it's, again, classic line, super funny. I remember it being a movie I saw in the movie theaters when I was younger. It was a you know, great movie, overall classic. How about you, Sean?
0: It hasn't been mentioned yet, so I'm going to have to go. There you are, Peter. Awesome. And Bangarang. Cook, Rufio.
3: Rufio.
0: Rufio.
3: Classic Rufio. Peter Pan movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rufio died. Also, rest in peace.
0: That's sad, sad. But no, not the actor, about the yeah, yeah, got the more. The more I see Hook over the years, the more I appreciate it. You know, getting older and the scenes like where they all think he's gonna pull out a gun and he pulls out a checkbook and starts writing a check, and then the guy shoots a hole through the checkbook. Who else was in Hook?
3: Like, I, was, I know there's a Dustin big name. Hoffman, Dustin Hoffman, okay. and I, like, I know there's a big Schmied. name I'm forgetting. And I couldn't
1: remember who else was in it. Smee was the late, great Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, yeah. Mm. Speaking of Smee, I don't know if y'all I, I still haven't watched it yet, but they did the they kind of re. Revamp of Peter uh, of Peter Pan and Jim Gaffigan pleads me. I love Jim Gaffigan, but that movie's no,
2: <laughs> not, bro, no, not really
1: worth a watch. Who played Peter Pan? Uh, some kid in the never heard of. <laughs> If you want me to IMDb that I can.
3: I don't remember. I didn't see that either. But like, I'm just looking through his IMDB right now, like Flubber, uh Deadpool Society.
1: A Portrait of a white marriage. I don't know about that. What is that? Now, some that I thought weren't very really good. Obviously, like, like Man of the Year, I thought that was almost unwatchable. Uh, well, we talked a little bit about the uh, the horror movie that he was in, or the... the one Hour Photo. Right? One, one Hour, hour yeah. Photo. Thriller, yeah, Remember they like, those. One Hour Photo.
3: Um, Cadillac Man? I, I kind of remember that. I remember the name of the movie. I don't remember what it's about, though. I don't remember that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Was that 90s? It. Yeah, that was... Actually, 19, yeah, nineteen ninety. There's one that I've never mm. that I've never watched that I heard was good was called Toys. I don't anybody seen that one. I haven't seen no. that. I also have to mention a uh, tearjerker, What Dreams May Come. That Saw was... it once. Don't remember, but I think I remember it like it getting a lot of like good reviews. I haven't seen
0: it in many years, but I just remember it's a tearjerker and it's hard to hold back. You know. It's something about, like, he finds out he's dead or something and has to, like, find his wife in the afterlife or something oh, like So almost like a 6 sense
2: guy. I like okay. the uh, night out of, uh, at the museum. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I right. forget about that. Hey, we, we played, played Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy, Teddy. yeah, yeah. Teddy Swolezabelt. Swolezabelt. Swoes. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: actually wore that shirt to the gym today, this morning,
3: absolutely. Swoesbell. Teddy Swolezabelt. Swolezabelt. Another movie that none of us, I guess, put as our favorite bicentennial man. Yeah, good movie. Maybe not the great, not the best movie, but it was I a good know, movie. I think I've never seen that. I one.
0: thought you were going to mention the other movie that talked about. But like, what about uh, Google Hunting? I
3: mean, I oh know. yeah, I don't, I don't remember his character that much in Google Hunting. I, I don't know if I've
1: ever seen it because I couldn't get past you know the fact that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, <laughs> ben Affleck <laughs> and Matt Damon. Matt Damon, but <laughs> a banger, an absolute banger with Ben Affleck is uh, town. Oh yeah. Uh, uh fine. Fine. I What? I think this is. I think this is a separate podcast, though. If we're going to talk about Ben Affleck movies, no, we won't. Boiler room. We um, <laughs> we're absolutely not. But, okay. but we we'll move on. We'll move no, past hold, past on hold on, hold on. <laughs> Shout out to Ben Affleck in Boiler Room. Boiler yeah, Room is he was great. He's fantastic in Boiler Room. He was fantastic in the town. So I'll, I'll but I think what, what really Affleck made was the bomb in Phantoms. That was all if they, if the, anyone out there gets that
0: reference. But but if
1: we're being honest here, who really made Boiler Room? The most underrated actor on the oh, planet. Giovanni. Giovanni, Giovanni Ribisi. Rubisi. Giovanni Ribisi. Shout out to Giovanni. Not,
0: what? <laughs> not, not Tom Schneider from the B-52s?
1: All oh, I keep thinking Ooh.
0: about is that Blue Diamond. Who, who all oh, I keep thinking about that Blue Diamond. diamond.
3: I forgot that he was even in that, Jesus. We didn't even mention Patch Adams, another great movie by him. What are we doing? He, he had great movies everywhere.
1: You know, in since we're, you know... Insomnia? I know we're Insomnia? Trying, oh, Jesus. I know we're going to try and move on from Rob Williams, but, you know, uh, obviously Travis and I are mental health professionals, and, you know, it's just, you know yep. mental health is obviously a real struggle amongst many people in today's society, so... God bless Robin Williams, you know. And I
0: can say I think his only his only daughter is named Zelda. and I, they had a really close bond and everything. And when you see old pictures, it's like really heartbreaking of how
1: close he was to his daughter. So y'all if y'all are struggling with mental health, definitely go see a counselor. We know some good ones out there. I changed my pick. It's the birdcage. What are
3: we
2: what are we doing? Can I change my pick real quick too? Sure. Jumanji.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah. how can I
2: cannot forget. That? How could we forget that? And we're not talking
1: about we're not talking about the crappy remake with the Rock and Jack. No, oh, yeah. no, no. I'm not talking about the originals. No, the class, original. so. the classic, <laughs> classic from <of> 1995.
2: The class, <laughs> but anyway. So uh, we have a card show coming up that we're going to go to tomorrow. How a local card show?
1: How long has it been since anybody has really collected baseball cards or sports cards in general at the state? Now,
2: now it's our kids doing. It.
1: Right, they they have reinvigorated the uh, the desire to collect sports cards.
2: Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. there's a there's a pretty decent sized one tomorrow. It's at the Pontchartrain Convention Center. I think it's ten to. I think it's like six, ten to seven six, or ten, six, or 10
1: seven, to eight, maybe ten, 10, to, 10, 10 to six, seven. something like that. Um, uh,
2: anybody listening, invited to go.
1: I think there's a ten dollar entry fee, but uh, I haven't been to a card show in years. I know you used to be able to get you, know, you used to have some quarter boxes and stuff like that. I'm sure those might not exist anymore, but. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, uh, you know, I know Todd, Mike, and I are going. Patrick was, was talking about the idea of going. Um, I don't know if Sean's interested in going or not. But We'll
2: try to uh, put some stuff on Twitter. Yeah.
1: No, I'll, I'll open up a conversation here based on that. Is i post some pictures of my haul. So, <laughs> if, if we're all going tomorrow, is there any cards in particular of players that you're looking for?
3: I I, I have an affinity for, like, 80s 90s baseball players I mean we're all we all grew up watching whether you liked them or not you had WGN and so you had yes yeah TBS so you had the Braves the White Sox and the Cubs uh I took more of a liking to the to the Braves and like the Smoltz Glavin Maddox era and like the Ron Gantt Teddy panel uh Terry Pendleton years David Justice so if if I'm gonna go collect a card, it's probably John Rocker. something from that. Era. No, I, I'm not a fan of John, John Rocker, Rocker or collecting his cards. Thank <laughs> you very much, John Rocker. <laughs> but no, I, I, I would, I'd pick up a couple old school cards just, um, just for nostalgia. If I could, I could find maybe like a an Ozzy Smith that doesn't break the bank,
1: that'd be, uh, that'd be cool. Or some other, um, right. You're a St. Louis Cardinals fan, so yeah. even though we just mentioned the Cubs coming on TV as kids, yeah, uh, football, WGN. And- uh, Patrick is a uh, is a Cardinals fan, so maybe he grew up watching the uh, the Cubs play against the Cardinals. Patrick grew up watching, you know, the likes of like Stan Musial and uh, <laughs> 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 oh, Wow, I'm not I'm not that old, but okay,
3: Sandy Koufax, yeah, um, yeah, I, I I like old nostalgia cards, I, I of, of any any team or, or era like that, more more eighties nineties. Um, so I pick up I, if they had something, I'd pick up a couple. I like Randy Johnson, so if they had a Randy Johnson D bags card, the big, card, big I'm, unit, I'm in for that.
1: All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't mean to cut you off here, but you mentioned the uh, the Braves from the '90s. So my wife's sister actually lives in Atlanta. We we, we go oh, there maybe so. once a year. My sister sometimes, I mean, my wife sometimes goes there more than once a year. But uh,
2: Chipper Chipper Jones, yeah,
1: Oh, but uh. I went to uh, Atlanta last year and was looking for a uh, Travis De Arno T-shirt. Um, oh, sorry. No, cut that. So, uh, you know, since Patrick brought up the, the topic of those 90s Braves, you know, my sister-in-law actually lives in Atlanta, so we go visit her once, twice a year. We actually caught a Braves game. We actually caught a Braves game during Hurricane Ida, and I uh, actually went to the Braves store to look for a Tom Glavin t-shirt, and they did not have it. This was last year after – or two years ago after Hurricane Ida. And uh, I was tempted at that time to buy a Travis DeArno, who was the main catcher at the time in the Braves, but I ended up deciding to pass on that. We actually went back this summer to to the Braves stadium, caught another Braves game this summer. And I went with the intention of buying a Travis DeArno t-shirt, and they didn't have it. But guess what they did have this time? a Tom Glavin t-shirt. So I definitely didn't pass this time. I bought myself a Tom Glavin t-shirt from brave stadium this summer. So uh, definitely a nice find, but if we're getting back on the topic of cards here, a couple of players I'm looking for, um, I mean, how can you go wrong with Joey Votto? I mean, I know, uh, I know Patrick is probably not a Joey Votto fan from being a, a St. Louis Cardinals fan, but I you're, love. You're wrong. Okay. I, I like I like Votto. He's okay. good. He's a good dude. He's funny. I'm sure a lot of Cincinnati Reds fans agree disagree with that contract he's on. But, well, and- that that's a different story. But no, he's. I mean, the guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, we we actually went to Milwaukee this year. The Brewers played the Reds, and you know, I wore actually wore an old school Barry Larkin jersey to the to the game, hmm. and. Joey Votto hit a home run, and look, that was that. The Brewers won the game, but that was a highlight of the game for me. Was watching Joey Votto hit a home and run. And your son Carson was actually wearing a Joey Votto. Carson jersey. is also a Joey Votto fan. He had the jersey on. So, and the Brewers fan was actually ripping Joey Votto, talking about how he was playing when the dinosaurs were alive, <laughs> and he ended up hitting a home run. So it was pretty,
2: That's pretty well, satisfying.
1: just just, you know, just an ignorant fan, but uh, that was the highlight of the game for me when he hit a home run. So. I'll definitely be looking for some Joey Vados uh, if we're talking about, you know, guardians of my team. So uh, if I'm looking at current players, I'm looking at Andreas Jimenez, uh, the second baseman. I lo- love me some Andreas. Um If we're shifting over the football, I'm an Ohio State guy. So also a New Orleans Saints fan. So got to be looking for some Chris Olave, maybe some Joey Bosa. And, look, I may be in a minority here at this table because, of, because I'm a Saints fan and he's kind of now at the, you know, Uh, most recent years of his career touring around the the saints division but i'm still a baker mayfield fan so i'm going to look at some baker cards as well
3: how good is Olave going to be this year with like a good quarterback what about some good old michael thomas
0: so so here's so
1: here's what i've been saying about the saints my my take on the saints i think the saints the key to the saints victories this year are going to be can the offensive line stay healthy you know, Ramchek was banged up a lot, McCoy was banged up a lot. I think those are probably our two best offensive linemen. If they can protect their car, I think that's a that's a huge key. But uh the biggest thing to me is Michael Thomas gonna get on the field. And I, hey, I guard Mike. I fully do not expect Michael Thomas to ever go back to Michael Thomas of old. Yeah. But him yeah, stepping reach. him stepping on the field will take double coverage away from Chris Olave and allow yeah. Chris Olave to be the type of guy he can be. So I I've got look if, if Michael Thomas can stay healthy, Chris Olave can be one of the best receivers in the league. And maybe I'm biased as a Saints fan and an Ohio State fan, but Chris Olave all the way. But he's definitely going to be one of the cards I'm looking for. I still think they need though. The Saints need a, number, a solid number three receiver. Like I don't. I mean, the two guys Shaheeds, who get picked up Edwards no. and you know, Shahid's, like injured picked up edwards and who else we pick up some other guy from the, the steelers right uh, the, james washington, james james washington. i'm not really sold on either one of geez. those guys oh. Look, I, i'm actually you know if, if if Shahid can come back healthy i'm kind of sold on him i think he's uh i think he can be I, in a good number I think three I, think a sure. I mean he's fast as hell i mean that's you know i think that's a big seller but the key is getting michael thomas on the field i think if michael thomas gets on the field the number three guy doesn't have to be that great if you have Guys like Thomas and Alave on the field. It's just sad to think in a seventeen game season, if he plays like twelve or thirteen,
0: that's an accomplishment. Yeah, because yeah. he's played what ten total in three seasons, maybe.
1: If Michael Thomas gets on the field for twelve or thirteen games, Alave goes to the Pro Bowl. Book it.
0: Yeah, I could, I could see that. I think he's going to have a great year. Can't guard oh, Mike because he's sitting on the bench.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's got turf toe. Man. Look, Michael Thomas fooled uh, fooled me last year. He fooled Todd and I. We're on a team together in our big money fantasy league. And we drafted Michael Thomas and went to sixth round last year. Those first two weeks of the season, he oh, looked he like fire. he looked like Michael Thomas of old. And then here comes the toe yeah. injury that keeps him out the rest of the year. So key to the Saints' victory, healthy offensive line, Michael Thomas just getting on the field. Yeah, you he had two touchdowns in
0: that first week, that yeah. week one against the Falcons. He had two
1: touchdowns. He had another another one before well, he had in game four two. total in yeah. three games. Yeah. posting all these weight room videos, he has better be ready. Yeah, and he's also trying to you know sell us on the fact that he and Derek Carr are tight. So let's see if uh let's see if all this is true. But uh you know around Speaking the,
3: the cars are you gonna get a Tim Anderson uh card? No, I'm not.
1: No, no I'm not you know as a Guardians fan I was uh pretty uh pretty ecstatic to see you know Tim Anderson throw the first punch against Jose Ramirez and you know Jose ducked it pretty nicely and ended up catching Timmy in the jaw and uh Man, I, I don't think I've ever seen a baseball player get knocked out like that. I mean, we go back to the, we go back to uh, Jose Batista getting hit pretty hard, but I, I don't think Jose got knocked Roo-Roo. out. Yeah, Ruffino's odor, not he hit hit Jose Batista pretty hard, and well, I don't think he collapsed like Tim Anderson did. You don't you don't see baseball players
3: get knocked out like that because they don't fight. Mm-hmm. It's, every time there's a mound, a, a, a bench-clearing brawl, quote unquote. It's everybody runs to the middle. Of the guy. It's like, oh man, we're gonna talk. About, let's let's politely talk about. Hey, uh, so I'm sorry you hit him with that. Like, no one wants, no one fights. I'm not, I'm not advocating for the fighting, yeah. but like,
2: well, well, it makes baseball a lot more
3: interesting. well nah, no, that, that's that's here no there. But the point is, oh, that every time we see one of these on Sports Center, it's a bench clearing <laughs> brawl, and there's literally not a punch thrown. Right. Just a couple of dudes holding, hold me back, hold him back, and then the umpires get in, the managers come in, and then they separate. You go back to my way. Nolan
1: Ryan did get nine hits on the right White Sox, though, when back in his day, <laughs> they were all on Robin Ventura. <laughs>
3: That's true. That's true. But that that was a different time of sports
1: when that was the thing. Nolan Ryan, though, dude, tough as nails. Nolan Ryan didn't take shit. Todd, who are you looking for at the card show? Uh, as an Orioles fan, if I'm looking at for current players, obviously, Adley Rutschman. Yeah. Um, I'm still a very, very big Trey Mancini fan, and fuck the Cubs for DFAing him. But
2: I was I'll hoping, probably... I, well, I was
1: hoping the Guardians were going to pick him up instead of Cole Calhoun or uh, or Ramon Laureano. But... Cole Calhoun.
3: Now
1: but Cole I'll... Calhoun has actually put together a pretty good batting average since he's been on the Guardians, so I can't really knock him too much. But I'll definitely be looking for some Mancinis as well, uh, some older players. Obviously, Cal Jr. is my 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 hero. So I'll be looking for some Ripkins, maybe some Mark Grace's. He was a personal favorite of mine. Sean mentioned uh who mentioned oh, it was Patrick that mentioned the the potential uh Randy Johnson diamondbacks. I actually was thinking about yeah. getting a Mark Grace Diamondbacks jersey. Solid. I was always a fan of that uh the kind of the red and gold logo with the D that yeah, he won, was, he the won a, that series with a D.
0: diamondbacks, didn't
1: he? Yes he did. Who did he start with? He wasn't
3: on the Diamondbacks. the Cubs. with the I don't. I don't want to rag on you, but you know what else you need to look for at the uh this this show tomorrow? A new Orioles flag, buddy. Oh.
1: <laughs> I that thing I was, is I was tattered. Waiting, I was waiting until the end of the season. <laughs> Trust me, Patrick. Like I thought I, about. It.
3: I will start a GoFundMe <laughs> to get you a new flag because when I pulled out, I'm like, Jesus, this thing is like old glory from like. The seventies.
1: I thought it, it has it had one more good good year left in it, it, and it's gonna last the end of this season and after the season. I will buy Okay, it, so you going to retire after this I'll, season. I'll, look, I'll pick a different logo and everything. You
3: know, I no, I just you can put the same damn flag. Just get one that is new. Er,
1: it season, Patrick.
3: <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. I I love that you that you're flying proudly. It's. It's great. It's been flying probably
1: it's
0: just, for
3: like the past, I don't know, seven seasons. It looks like it's been through a couple hurricanes. <laughs> it's like a
0: man's underwear. No, honey, they got another good six months on them, and it's like hanging on by one more thread. Got threat. shit stains and <laughs>
1: holes in it, but hey, it's got one more year. Mike, are you, Mike, are you looking for anybody at this car show? Uh,
2: well, um, I know my kid is definitely going to want to buy a, a Mike Trout um, yeah. car. Um, Trouty. I would like to have like a Bo Jackson or um, – Griffey, you know, I, I think those are pretty cool. Well, Yasiel Johnson Wasn't he your boy? <laughs> What's that? How what about Yasiel Week? Wasn't yeah. he your yeah. boy? Yeah, he yeah. was my boy. It's it's he might be in the he might How about, be on the, how about the Dan, Marino? Box. Dan Marino? Uh, nah, I don't no? know. No what about Ray yeah. Finkle?
1: <laughs> no. <I> mean, <laughs> if there's 10-cent no. boxes, you might be able to find um, some Yasiel Weeks.
2: I, uh, I think maybe some baseball uh, – not baseball uh, – basketball cards. I think it will be pretty cool to go into. Okay. Hmm. Um I, I know that. we've been watching some some uh, Pelicans games and um maybe uh, CJ McCollum
3: or uh, I like CJ a yeah. lot. Like yeah. Yeah, I don't follow a lot of athletes on Twitter or on uh, social media and whatnot. Like, and- CJ McCollum on Instagram is awesome an awesome follow. Yeah. He's very 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 my man is very dapper wears some really, really nice, albeit a little interesting and maybe not outside of the norm of like his suits or whatever. But uh, he's got a style. Let's say that. And I, I like it. I like it. I like Dapper,
2: it. I think, is a perfect
3: term for him. With, with a, a dapper with a touch of personality and flair. I mean, he's super smart, too. He is. He is very, very smart. He's it's, it's a good, good ball player. I like
1: him. I'll take 90s basketball over nowadays basketball any day. I don't yeah. think anybody
2: at this table is arguing that. <laughs> yeah. Back uh back in the day when we were kids, man, just, uh, it was a different different ball game, literally.
0: nineties um, of any sport.
2: Yeah. I think nowadays you watch basketball and everybody's, you know, whining every time they get hurt and it's all theatrical. Well, oh,
0: they can call technicals now for flopping. You yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, and it's 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 ridiculous. <laughs> back but, in uh, back in the
3: day when you flop it's cause you got hit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not back on the ground. To the day when Unless you're with Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of uh it's funny you you brought a up. A lot like,
2: of babies in the
3: league. Talking about like basketball, like old school basketball. My, my nephew posted on uh Instagram today, like his favorite team is the early two thousands era Suns okay. with Ooh. Stoudemire, um, and I was like, man, I, like I thought about, it, I'm like he really did love that team. Like I, all the posters and stuff he had, and the player cards. If I could, if I could find a Stoudemire NBA card from that time frame, I'm definitely gonna buy one for him because that
1: he'd uh, he'd be over the moon about that. That was a great team, great unis too. Shout out to the other first round pick the year of Amari Stoudemire. It was uh, none other than Casey Jacobson. Casey Jacobson from Stanford, <laughs> the man with the highlights, man. He actually played for the New Orleans Hornets for one year. Great follow on Twitter. He actually uh, replies to tweets. So he's, looking like, for, he's a commentator now, isn't he? Yep, commentator. Casey Jacobson? Casey defensive Jacobson. And three, oh, look him def- defensive wizard, three-point assassin,
0: not much else. Three and D guy. Does he reply yeah. to tweets because he has a lot of time on his hands? Because he's I, not doing anything. Is this Casey I,
1: Jacobson? And I you know, I'm secure enough in my manhood to say to, he's a pretty handsome individual, so
2: you we'll know. be go check him out. Three point assassin, sure Santa Cardinal. I'm pretty sure everybody here at this table would uh, agree with me. Um, what I'm uh, saying here? The whole uh, LeBron James Michael Jordan uh,
1: debate. Old oh, goat issue.
2: The whole goat
1: issue, yeah. not even close. <laughs> I'm. Yeah,
2: it's not, it's not it. Oh, Patrick's okay.
1: got something to say. I, I agree. I, I don't know
3: your your stance, but I have an idea on your stance, and I probably agree with your stance. There are very few topics that I won't get into discussions, debates, arguments with, and it's that one. Not because I don't. I, I'm going to take Jordan every day because, like, I grew up watching him. Like, and. Oh, yeah. I can respect LeBron, and it has nothing to do with him. I just – I think that debate is not dumb. I just don't like having it. It doesn't it, – I it feel like it serves me no purpose.
1: Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. As a kid, like, I, I didn't even like Jordan because I, I kind of wanted to watch him lose because he won so much. Kind of like Tom Brady nowadays. You know, it's like you want like a barbecue that's, sauce well, on my knee. That's
2: fucking, that's fucking God saying –
1: but look, oh, I, I, it's not that I don't like the guy now. It's just <laughs> you yeah. wanted to see him lose because he won That's so much, But look, I you know? mean, yes, but, yes, but, but, but really, are you going to argue with Todd here because, like, I, you know, you said, yeah, but it I was mean, a, a nephew that that is a, a fan of the early 2000 Suns. Mm-hmm. My favorite team ever ever was the '90s Suns with Charles Barkley and Kevin Johnson. Great team. Um, so. Yes, when the Marley, when the, the Bulls, Dan Marley, Marley Thunder Dan, Danny Dan, Dan, Ainge, Oh, Jesus. When I would watch, when I would watch those sons play Michael Jordan and the Bulls, yeah, I was hoping, I was hoping Jordan would lose. But I want you to all think about this team, like you know, when the Bulls played the Sonics in the finals, like who didn't want Sean Kemp to yep. win the championship? You know I agree. I,
3: mean? I, I think for me, it's just I, I'm I've watched and listened to enough people debate who's the goat, and like football, you. You could have a debate about the goat in football, but like you kind of understand, like, hey, Brady's got seven. Yep. he's all for the class by himself. You don't really need to have that debate now. Maybe if Mahomes gets two, three more, maybe let's say Burrow starts stacking up a couple or whatever, maybe, maybe that conversation becomes a bit more relevant to have. But like, I, I just I don't think I care about who's the goat of basketball to want to debate it whether I'm right or wrong. I don't, I don't care. You could you could bring really a good dead. case to, to, to either one because of that, all that LeBron is like accomplished and his like uh-huh. stats uh-huh. and stuff MVP. like that. And in front of Jordan side, you could just be like six rings, never lost in a, in a, in a finals. And that ain't like you're you can make great arguments for both sides. I, I just, I think I think six care. MVPs. Yeah. I, I just finals, don't think I don't six care about that debate anymore. That, yeah. It's a thing, and people always want to do it. And like every time, every time somebody asks me, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, oh, LeBron's yeah. the
0: greatest of this era. That's about it. They're like, I can
3: think yeah, it's I mean, Jordan, no but de-
1: but there's no denying that LeBron's the greatest of his era right now. Yeah, yeah.
3: but it's not yeah. like the greatest of his era.
1: It's like greatest of all time. Yeah,
3: yeah no, greatest, greatest of his era is yeah. There is no debate. It, it's him. But I, when it's the all the all time conversation, I really, That's I like really is
0: Jordan, Bill Russell,
3: yeah, like, like 11 rings or whatever. Right, and there's that yeah. like oh well. Jordan has six. Oh, Russell has eleven. Should he be the best? If we're, we're mm-hmm. going to judge by rings, it's just so much. So many yeah. ways you could spin that argument to favor your point of view, and that's fine. Yeah. And I, I, if you're if you're in, into debate, like that's cool. That's your thing. I'm just I'm just over it. I don't want to do it. I mean,
0: you could argue the goat for football could be like Jim Brown. I mean, the dude what led the league in rushing eight out of his nine years in the league. Yeah. You know was like unstoppable
3: unheard of at the time you know we're talking the 50s would would Barry Sanders let's say pre 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 Brady would Barry Sanders be in a conversation for rest of the time saying, yeah Barry Sanders was a and the fact that he left phenom. on top yep. Yep. because Detroit was so bad and he was getting so broken yeah. because of how bad they were yeah you that Tim too.
1: Tebow was the best college athlete of all time? I mean,
3: I no, you crazy. can't argue that because he
1: was. There you go. I we got we Tebow could, guys. I think we could uh, say that, you right? Mean, it right it wasn't Johnny Manziel? Tim Tebow could be Taysom Hill him. before <laughs> Taysom Hill. True. Right?
3: Sean so, so, so brought up that. you all watch the Manziel documentary? I'm about halfway
1: through. I don't know how this dude got away with what he was getting away with. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, um, his friend, he, had his, he had his friend fucking selling, like, merchandise that he was signing uh-huh and like that's like completely illegal i i haven't i haven't watched it away, yet
3: he got away with it but there it does seem like there's a lot of fabricated stories that they, they they made up oh, yeah, to make was. him feel better like i think they're talking like uh, he's not actually from oil money rich like he might be rich well, I mean, and sam like, might be rich but he's not they weren't like oil tycoons or i think that yeah that's was a story from back made, in the day said, like his
1: grandfather was like some kind of oil man, but yeah. like, uh, I'm just wondering how, like, they they didn't see through the the bullshit and the lies. Because, I mean, it's like he was only suspended for half a game for it. And it's like this dude was selling, like, I mean, he probably made millions of dollars off of, like, selling signed shit. It's almost, I mean, it sounds very similar to what uh, Jim Trestle got fired for. You know, Jim Trestle got fired for covering up Terrell Pryor, you know, trading in signed merchandise for tattoos. Yeah. And Jim Trestle knew about it, covered it up, got fired, you know, when it came to public.
2: So, uh, I think we're going to do a shot here.
3: Yeah, this is normally the only time we would stop and pause and take a minute to uh, thank our sponsors for the podcast, but we don't have sponsors. So, we're just going to.
2: If you do are a shot. interested in being a sponsor uh, for the show, please hit us up on Twitter.
1: So, speaking of sponsors, what are we drinking right now? Maybe they would be interested. Patrick? Uh, we are going to drink
3: a. Jefferson's Ocean, aged at sea, Castro, hundred and twenty-four proof. Oh, not now something you normally want to take a shot of. But now you tell me. But here we are. I, I told I, I told you, don't, as I'm about barrel, to swig a mason I, I told you don't drink. pour. <laughs> I told you don't pour too heavy.
2: It's it's kind of hot. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do the shot for is Robin gonna, Williams.
3: Is this gonna burn a hole
1: in my esophagus? Yep. it might be in a matter, actor. A little bit. Yep, we um, spent. Uh, right, we spent. Uh, Earlier part of the episode discussing okay. Robin Williams. Let's,
2: uh, let's take one for him and a for mental health <laughs> awareness. <laughs> mental health
1: awareness to Robin Williams to mental health awareness. There you go. Cheers. Okay. So Cheers, Tim Cheers fellas. Out. Yes, sir. Go guards. This is going to
0: hurt. Woo. Oh, yeah. It's a 124. Uh, Woo. Oh, God.
2: This <coughs> oh.
0: thing's the nostril. Prigly Bear. Prigly Bear. All right, so we. By the way, real quick, I didn't throw out my baseball cards. Oh, I'm sorry, but no. Jesus Christ, Pat, that oh, made me. God. That's that made me gag. While we're all gagging on this shot, I'm just going to go. If I, if I went to Whew. this card show, just because I had to throw this curveball in there, I'd look for one of these bad boys—a Randy Poffo card from the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I'm sorry, who? That would be the one and only Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh boy!
3: Oh yeah! I have not ever seen that photo or. That card. He
0: played from 1971 to 1974 for the Cardinals, the Redbirds, the Orangeburg, and Tampa, according Redbirds. to the back of his card.
1: A lot of you, a <laughs> lot of y'all, might not know uh, that that uh, Macho Man Randy Savage was actually a oh, professional yeah. baseball player. <laughs> and uh, Sean is going to be looking for his card at the card shows. What do you think that goes? That card goes for? Oh, right. I'd imagine a pretty penny,
3: Randy. POFFO The cream of the crop. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Dude, that's I didn't I I was I was today years old when I learned that Macho Man That card is downright
1: basketball. savage, I had to say T- it. Todd, how did <laughs> Todd, how did you find out that uh, Macho Man played professional baseball? I actually saw a shirt on prowrestlingtees.com. So if If you're a a wrestling fan and you want to buy any of your favorite wrestlers' merchandise, except if they're currently with WWE, for Wrestling Tees is the place to buy. (laughs) Really cool shirt on their site. Kind of splitting up, showing that Randy Savage was a professional baseball player for the Reds and a professional wrestler. Definitely a cool shirt. Go buy it. Go check out forwrestlingtees.com for all your favorite wrestlers, whether it be on AEW or Impact. A young looking chap there. Or even back or... in the day.
0: Yeah, look. That, I mean, that is
1: way before all the tanning
0: beds. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. it has leather skin like Hulk Hogan.
1: If any of you listeners are, are wrestling fans, any of these, any of the your favorite wrestlers who are no longer affiliated with WWE, they've got a lot of merchandise on ProWrestlingTees.com. Yep. Got some really cool t-shirt designs. A lot of cool action figures. Go check it out.
3: Holy shit. Y'all. On eBay. 1972 randy macho man savage puffle gulf coast cardinals miv card 22 dollars. go go google this and look at the hair and stash (laughs) on this dude sean that photo you had that card photo you had is all right so getting back to the jake paul thing todd uh you had some interesting thoughts and opinions on him or the fight or this whole matter What's uh, what's what's grinding your gears about
1: uh, Jake Paul? Fuck Jake Paul. Okay, I, look. First off, let me explain to you how I found out about Jake Paul. I, you know, I was never, I never even heard of the dude. I, you know, I do private practice. One of my clients who was at uh, that time was probably maybe 10, 11 years old was obsessed with the guy. He's, you know, he watches YouTube videos. He was like, oh man, he's the greatest thing ever. He's so funny. Like he. How have you never heard of him? All this kind of shit. So I look, I never paid any mind to it. I certainly wasn't going to go watch his videos after what one of my clients said. But then all of a sudden he started getting all this like hype as far as like being a fighter. So I was like, okay, let me go check out who this Jake Paul guy is. But all I kind of discovered is that, you know, he's doing this shit is like, you know, kind of like a money grab. You know, he's he's, he's making all this money because people, people want to see him lose, right? They're like, oh, it's this arrogant little prick who, you know, we're going to go we'll pay money to get him. To watch him get knocked out.
2: He's the villain.
1: He's, He's the villain. He's Like the villain. And normally, I like villains. Persona. Um, and look, I, I'm not going to take anything away from Jake Paul as far as like becoming a fighter and training to be a fighter. Because I mean, I watched his documentary. You know, my son was the one who originally wanted to watch it. I had absolutely no plans to watch this documentary because I'm not a Jake Paul fan. But uh, my son, who loves YouTube, obviously loves Jake Paul. So I'm sitting there watching it with him and my son is literally trying to convince me like, look, dad, see, he does this. He's not a bad guy. He does this. He's not a bad guy. You like him a little bit, right, dad? And it's like it's hard for me to like the guy because I'm sitting there watching all the shit that this dude did in the past. And it's clear that he was an arrogant fucking phony ass prick, you know, Um, so I'm not going to sit there and deny the fact that Jake Paul has done a lot as far as like getting himself in really good shape preparing to be a really good boxer. And I have no doubt in my mind this dude's got a shit ton of power and he's knocking these fucking guys out. I watched that. I mean, he knocked Tyron Woodley the fuck out. I don't know if you saw that. I did. I mean, it was like hard-ass shot. This dude was down big, down for the count. I just don't like the fact that this guy is uh, – I, I found him to be very, very arrogant. I think he's very, very arrogant, very conceited. I think he's all about I think, himself.
2: I think, I think it's a persona. I think it's all about money. Okay. oh i mean i have no doubt he, my mind he wants, like no doubt in my mind it's all about so money. the like, agenda there is that he wants to be the villain because he makes more money when people hate him he he in the documentary he but, was I mean, the liked been, guy right he worked he did the disney thing and he was right. very well liked with youtube and then he got demonetized because he started being the bad guy
1: but yeah i think he even got a little bit into the depression because he was the yeah, bad guy no, if, if i'm not mistaken from the documentary so, so, so it's like
2: how smart is he though to take that ne- all that negativity and make it into a positive.
1: Oh, he's smart, but uh, that's super of, smart guy. That kind of makes and me and I like think him That's even just a persona
2: know? right now. But hey, you know I could be wrong. Uh, look uh, for
1: for a person in the mental health profession who uh, you know doesn't make as much money as that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I kind of agree with Tadio. Like I, I look at the people he's fighting, and I look at uh, you know the Ben Askren. Like, if you look at the, yeah, uh, the M- was... MMA career of Ben Askren, he's, he's more known as a grappler, but he's fighting Ben Askren in a boxing match. I, mean, I don't Yet, know if y'all have seen that fight, but Ben Askren of... looked like he came into that fight with, like, absolutely no training. The dude looked, like, soft as shit. Like... So, you know, that, that's where the money grab component comes in for me. Like, okay, well, you're fighting a grappler in a boxing match. Like okay, you want you want to prove yourself as a boxer, you know, fight Mike Tyson, fight Mike Tyson as a yeah, boxer. Was I was mean, I fought yeah, Fury's, fight Floyd Mayweather as a boxer. I, he fought Tyson Fury. Fight Fury's Oscar De as a boxer. I well,
2: really don't think that this is anything about him wanting to be the best boxer ever. I right, it's a money grab, which makes him which
1: makes him more hmm. of a piece of shit, in my opinion. He's uh, well, he did fight. If you don't want to go- fight, if you don't want to fight real boxers in a boxing match, then you're a piece of shit. But he did fight a real boxer. He fought uh for Tyson Fury's Fury younger is, brother. Yeah, well, fight Tyson he Fury. Then. He actually lost. I oh, see so you you lost to Tyson Fury's younger brother. Fight Tyson Fury if you're a real boxer. Stop grabbing people's money. I, I get to
0: it. to me I, I get, that tells
1: me that tells me you're a piece of shit. Does anyone have Riddick Bowe's number? No, Jesus. Riddick Fuck, Bowe. fight Shannon Briggs. I don't <laughs> That's know. That's a name from the past. The, the, the all, the all remember Lennox Lewis. Sh- Lewis? How about Shannon? How about how about old Shannon, Shannon Briggs? How about mm-hmm. Francois Botha? Yeah, how about uh, the guy that Tyson knocked, that Tyson knocked out in forty nine so, seconds, Peter so uh, Neely? Neely, yeah. McNeely. So how
2: how did this guy get so much money from this boxing match? That I mean, this is like oh, Floyd Mayweather money, but, it, but it's easy
1: to see. He was just he was this YouTube uh, personality who was obviously a dick. People wanted to see him lose. They paid the money to hopefully watch him lose. He doesn't lose. He wins. So then they pay. So how does any different? how is, this, money, any different, fight, how is this any
2: different than like that Zuckerberg and um, oh, Elon not. Musk it's fight not, that they, they're you know? It's maybe. not much different, that's for sure. So look, I
1: was I was actually I'm glad you brought that up. I think this actually came up on a radio show that I listened to in the morning called the Woody Show, and uh, they were basically saying that uh you know shout out to the Woody Show woo, woo! but at the same point. They were basically saying Elon Musk is, is is trying to find a way to chicken out of this. They're saying Zuckerberg is actually a real you know, really training the fight. He's training with real MMA fighters. He's in great shape. And Elon Musk is kinda of pretending like he's training, but at the same time he's making excuses to kinda of keep delaying this fight.
0: What do y'all think about that? I saw some Asian dude that was like his doppelganger and says, I'm ready to go in. It was like he was he looks just like Elon Musk and he had gloves on and everything. He was like in case he backs out, I'm ready to go. There's some look, and, I, to
1: and, and look, I'm not an Elon Musk hater by any means, but you know, I, I have seen pictures of Zuckerberg. It looks like he has been training. It looks like he is in shape. If you look at pictures of Elon Musk, he does not look like he's in shape. Um, if you put those two in a ring together, I would, I would think Zuckerberg would win. But... It's
0: like he smokes a lot of. Meat. Hey, but if we, if we have to base <laughs> going back on it- Jesus Christ. <laughs> He does. You can look up Zucky's Barbecue
1: on YouTube smoking some meat. But if we're basing anything off a physical appearance, and we're going back to what we discussed earlier as far as the, the Tim Anderson and Jose Ramirez fight, Tim Anderson is obviously the better athlete. I mean,
3: yep.
1: and he got knocked out.
3: Who who has the more punchable face, Zuck
1: or Elon? Oh, I got, Ooh. oh Zuck, definitely. I, I got oh, to go with Zuckerberg oh, there. Oh, I, I'm leaning more towards Elon. Ooh. Which, Lord, that's a good debate right
3: there. Which, which Paul brother has the most punchable face? Definitely Jake.
1: Yeah, look, I, I think I think Todd brought up a good point earlier. Uh, I hate Logan a little less than, than Jake. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, they they look very similar. Less than Jake. So, the the
2: <laughs> they look very similar,
1: so it's hard to really say. But uh, I think just based upon. You know, Logan taking his talents from YouTube to WWE, which kind of more correlates, it doesn't make him as hateable, whereas Jake is going into boxing where he's going in. I don't know if he's really fighting people or not. I mean, this is kind of hard to say at this yeah. point. Todd said it looked like he really punched out Tyron Woodley. I have I, not seen I, that I, fight. I mean, it was it was a pretty solid knockout. But at the same time, when you go from YouTube to WWE... was pretty washed, too.
0: Yeah, most of the guys who fights are washed up. Like
1: Anderson Silva's like fifty years old. yeah. This but kid is, I mean, this kid is a, not
2: even a real boxer. And what he's accomplished, I think, mean, is that's like I said. What, I, what he's accomplished is, you know, it's definitely.
1: I'll give. I mean, I'll give credit to in phenomenal shape. He is, and he's, he is. he's obviously got a lot of power. Look, I, I'll I'll agree with Todd here. I'll say uh, Jake has the more punchable face, but and uh, but I'll go Zuckerberg. I mean, I've brought a lot of seen that that one. seemed to bring more controversy. I don't know. I think. Zuckerberg, the younger guy, the more in shape guy, the Facebook guy. I'd rather punch him in the face.
2: <laughs> all right, real quick. This is kind of impromptu here. Your favorite boxer of all time. Oh, Jesus. Like, oh,
1: Sugar Ray. Right, Sugar, Sugar Ray Leonard is my favorite boxer of all time. And, look, I'm not a huge boxing fan by any means, but if you remember when they used to make those little handheld video games, Sugar Ray really Leonard boxing. boxing. And this thing was not just a little handheld thing that I had. I had a kind of a big handheld Sugar Ray Leonard box, and Sugar Ray's my guy. All right, Todd uh, Evander Holyfield, without we'll question. Okay. What, by the way, I'm gonna cut you off on that. Evander Holyfield didn't quite meet him a couple of years ago, but when his son played football for Georgia and they played in the Sugar Bowl, he was at Martin's Wine Cellar having some lunch with some friends. He's a pretty intimidating specimen, even at his older age. So Evander Holyfield. Pick or it didn't happen. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Van the Holy field my guy. I mean, uh, you know, I was a fan of him when I was a kid. Not that I was a huge boxing fan. I always wanted to see him beat Tyson. Kind of stuck with. Did him his get? Ear bit off. Yeah, did him getting his beer, his ear bit off, make him more of a fan? Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hate Holyfield. It made you hate Tyson a little bit more. Like a lot more Holy people know Holyfield because of that. I didn't really hate
3: Tyson after the thing. I I, it, was uh, a, it was a dick thing. Don't get wrong, but like, I didn't hate him to get your last. ear
1: bit off. I would say that's more than the dick Sorry. thing. Oh, okay, uh, fair, uh, fair, uh, fair. But, uh, but uh, like, let's ask I didn't this hate him. Though. I didn't hate him
3: more because he did it.
1: But let's ask Travis this question: How much did you love Mike Tyson in The Hangover? Oh, best uh, character so in the no movie. Mean, best character on, movie. movie. I mean, when they play Phil Collins in the air tonight, this is my Guys, part. This is my part. I mean, so that was might be one of the best scenes in the movie. So
2: I like Mike Tyson, all right, but that's not my favorite. He's not. He's not my favorite. My favorite is George Foreman. There you
1: go. Um, is that because of the George Foreman grills? No,
2: no, no. I, I like. What you trying to say? I like way before that. Because of his twelve kids. Named um, he was just like this overweight guy that used to knock the fuck out of people. and uh like some dude, dude that worked in a warehouse. He yeah. did, did not box. look
1: like he trained, but he it, had no, a lot of power had, in his punch. He
2: had power in his punch. So you just take Buster and Douglas while you I'm just saying, man. It, George Foreman, like when I was a kid, I, that was just, you know, my absolute
1: favorite.
2: Who Who's um, <laughs> Hey, who that guy? Do you have a favorite?
0: Favorite boxer? Who that? Favorite boxer of all time.
2: And you can't say
0: Rocky. How the
3: fuck did that come? Why not? I what can't right? say Soda Popinski. <laughs> oh, that's definitely. my So <laughs> oh, sure, you just ruined my end, my joke to end this segment. That's I was not... going to take Soda Popinski or Let's Glass pop Joe.
1: That's hands down my favorite. Soda Popinski and Mr. Dream. All right, so we we can make that a separate conversation. But who's your favorite real boxer? We're gonna go around the table and say our favorite Punch Out character. Yeah. Shit. So right. think about it. I don't know. I mean,
0: everyone y'all's mentioned has been ones that I've liked off and on, whatever. I've said Riddick Bowe what five times already, so go with Riddick Bowe. All, All right, right, so we I'm got a good a shot. Playing, That's a good so we, sh- we got a Sugar Ray
1: on the Game Gear, Riddick Bowe boxing. The game gear. So we've got Sugar Ray, the Holyfield, Riddick Bowe, and George Foreman. Patrick, who you got? Um,
3: so, so like, it's weird about like like my like or affinity for boxing. I liked old boxing and I watch it, but I wasn't really like into it. But for me, I think the persona that this dude brought and the fact that he wore black trunks and it was just like evil, like menacing, like, and then he would talk and you laugh at his voice. Like, but like, then, like, but like, then the things he said were like, holy shit, like this dude sounds like he's the worst human being ever. It's Iron Mike. Huh? Yeah. I just like what he, the way he destroyed people in short, short time frames. Yeah. It he was intimidating. He looked like what you would design in like a cartoon character, but in real life, and he was just a badass. So yeah. when
1: we were, so we, we mentioned that we liked Mike, uh, you know Mike Tyson in the Hangover. We liked him in Mike Tyson's Punch Out. So yeah,
3: top top That's two, true. three, four, five game
1: uh, he was of a all good time ref in the yeah. WWF. Yeah, he in had fact, he had, he had was, a wrestling uh, stint Shawn for a Michaels minute. Michaels and Stone
0: Cold, he was the guest referee.
1: All right, so if we if we had to say if we're putting Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and then the Super Nintendo version of Super Punch Out, who are your favorite characters? I mean, it's who easy. wants to start? We're gonna go with Todd first. Easy. I mean, Sean already mentioned Soda Popinski. I even have a picture of him hanging in my man cave, like right when you walk in. Soda Popinski
3: dancing to the center of the ring was the funniest thing
1: ever the true uh, true story though like before they created the game you know his last name was supposed to be Drunkinski, but they wouldn't allow him to release it so I didn't know that I he, I, got, I got a side question for Todd then you know who who is your favorite super punch out character uh, Oh, come on you know this answer I don't know him as well that was all in his I'd have to think, mean, think about they, this if the super punch out I mean I think I know who he wants me to go with and that's it's nauseous Prince yep the pretty boy who didn't like getting hit in the face. Narcissus Prince. I like Narcissus Prince. I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of Super Punch Out. Characters. look, I'm gonna, I'm going I'll say yeah. two. In the next instance of what, what we're talking about, Punch Out compared to Super Punch Out, because I definitely have two favorite characters in each game. King Hippo was my favorite yeah, in yes, Punch yes. Out. I mean, you had to, you had to avoid hitting him in the belly, you had to hit him in the face. But then you go into Super Punch Out, and I guess being a twin kind of resonated a little bit with this, but the two main characters in Super Punch Out were Rick and Nick Bruiser. One had earrings, one did not. I liked the one with earrings. His name was Rick Bruiser. So he was my, if I had to say overall favorite, Rick Bruiser, favorite of Super Punch Out and regular Punch Out. You sure it's not Gabby J? Gabby J! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) 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 Who's next?
3: We'll have to come back to it, but like, top Five Nintendo Super Nintendo game systems just just for that platform. Oh, that might be a next a top five for next games. week. Might be. That's
0: just yeah, just Ooh.
1: games. All right, look. A
3: lot of thought goes into that
1: one. I know. Write it down. Next next show, we're gonna do top five. Do we do just NES or just right? NES? Right? Right? You can like, break, we, it, yeah, just... break it down by system.
3: What about yeah? What about Don, Don Flamenco? I do. I do. Don what
1: about Don Adam That was uh that was kind of the Gabby J of uh. Of regular punch So I just did a little, like, oh, Google Wikipedia yeah. to find out what Soto Popinski's name, first name was. Because his last name was Druk- Drukinski. Mm-hmm. It was actually Vodka Drunkinski. <laughs> they Druk- they Druk- should have Druk- left that in. But uh, they changed it due to controversy surrounding his name's reference, yeah, I but guess so it was a kid, I mean, kid's, kid's game. game sure. You really can't have Vodka <laughs> Drunkinski as a character.
3: Damn it, Sean. I can't believe you ruined my joke. I was going to take Glass Joe and Soto Popinski as my favorite <laughs> boxer of all time. You just really. Nobody mentioned Bald Bull. This is a good <laughs> one, too. What about the <laughs> Sandman? I was going to say, also, was a he good one. the Sandman or Mr. Sandman? Oh, are you
1: just saying Sandman because Patrick's black? All right. Wait, who's black? Who's black? Oh, who?
3: What? Who? And on that bombshell, <laughs> it's time for a shot in the end of this <laughs> podcast episode. Cheers, gentlemen. What are we having? I don't know, but let's do it. <laughs> toast to the Western <laughs> wagon, yeah. west yeah. Wagons. Wagon.
0: Some Tullamore Dew out of a Jameson Mason jumper. Yummy. Shit. <laughs>